0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: The General Services Administration, in response to the pandemic, has opened up the multiple award schedule contracts to state and local governments. That's one of the myriad effects the situation is having on those who sell to the government. For more on this and a few others, federal sales and marketing consultant Larry Allen. And Larry hasn't cooperative purchasing been in place to some extent for a long time?
0: Tom, it has, but it's been very patchwork uh, depending on the types of products or services you're selling. Uh, There are only two parts of the program that have blanket what we call cooperative purchasing authority. That is the ability of state and local governments to access schedules. Uh, But right now, GSA has enacted its blanket Disaster relief and preparedness capability on the schedules program, which provides state and local governments with the opportunity to buy from any GSA schedule and any participating schedule contractor uh, during the time of the pandemic.
1: So there's no special BPA for this or a special item number, a SIN, or is it just open season anywhere you want to go on the schedules?
0: Well, it's anywhere you want to go in the schedule. If you're a state or local government, you can buy uh, from either the GSA schedule. The VA has opened its schedules under similar but slightly different authority. So to the extent that you can find masks and medical supplies on the VA, federal supply schedules, state and local governments can buy uh, those things as well, uh, whether it's uh, IT or professional services or tents or anything else on the GSA schedules, Tom, uh, state and local governments can buy directly from those contracts as well right now.
1: I wonder if they're going to get some blowback from small businesses in the various regions of the country, because they've always been kind of the ones leading the opposition to nationalization, if you will, of the GSA schedules.
0: That always has been a tension between Uh, the, The federal GSA schedules program, even though that program has a lot of small businesses on it, and local small business communities. That's usually why, Tom, you see state and local government buyers looking at the schedule contract as an option, but maybe not the only option, almost never the only option. At the same time, the schedules program has an impressive record of working in times of crisis for things like the delivery of uh, tents, uh, temporary work solutions, uh, bottles of water, IT support services, everything you need to set up. For example, say a a triage center uh, you can get from the schedules and schedule vendors now have substantial experience in working in a time of crisis to provide those solutions at the state and local government level you know, every time we have a hurricane season uh, people unfortunately get practice in how they can support that mission this is a little bit different it's going to be with us for a little longer not necessarily tied to a weather event uh, but uh, you do have experienced companies uh, and buyers who now uh, who have some comfort level in using the schedules program. And there's the potential now that, you know, that beachhead might uh, expand out as we move ahead with uh, COVID-19.
1: Sure. Any particular reporting or other compliance requirements for sales to non-federal entities?
0: Well, if you're a government contractor, Tom, you have to record your sale under the schedules program is a scheduled sale regardless of whether you make it to, say, you know, the uh, city of Sacramento or you're making it to the Department of the Navy. A scheduled sale is a scheduled sale, and you uh, collect and remit the industrial funding fee on it as a contractor. You do identify it as a state sale, so when you're reporting, you are reporting that, this was a sale made through the cooperative purchasing program, but otherwise you're recording that sale exactly as you would any other uh, scheduled sale made to a federal agency, uh, and all the terms and conditions apply, except Tom for the disputes clause, wherein uh, f- a federal dispute the federal GSA contracting officer may get involved. If there's a dispute between a contractor and your state government customer, you're most likely going to go to handle that dispute in the district court or other administrative process that is set up inside that state.
1: We're speaking with Larry Allen, longtime federal marketing and sales consultant, and talk about the issues with making sure that you as a company are easily available to your federal customers during the time when everybody's scattered in their homes and basements and bunkers and Lord knows where.
0: Well, and this is a real particular uh, issue right now, Tom. There are so many companies that want to help and uh, have good solutions, uh, but you're trying to reach a decentralized federal workforce, a workforce that has shifting priorities, priorities that can shift literally from conference call to conference call. What I'm recommending for my clients is that it's time to give your federal customers one-click access to your business. It's not enough to say we're ready to help and we're here to help. You have to be proactive and provide your customer an easy way to get to you. So make sure that you've got and are in contact with uh, all of the account managers that you have uh, inside a federal agency that you're working with. Uh, Similarly, Uh, Make sure that your acquisition people on your staff are in touch with federal government acquisition staff, and don't assume that they know that you're there, and don't assume that those current or prospective customers know how to buy from you. Make sure that you are the easy choice for them to turn to. You're the partner who they can rely on to navigate the procurement waters with a successful solution.
1: All right. And you're also recommending short webinars or video white papers, especially one you saying that shows thought leadership on a newly issued directive or recommended action.
0: Right. Well, in the absence of the ability to have face-to-face meetings, Tom, uh, companies need to figure out other ways to get their message across. White papers are certainly a tried and true way to do that. And we know Uh, from constant polling that federal agencies say that they do rely on white papers but one of the things that they've also relied upon that can be particularly useful now would be a a short video how good are your YouTube skills Uh, they should be very good indeed because uh, a good video type of white paper a good video presentation can really get your message home in a succinct way. Take a page out of the government's own book. GSA just recently stood up one-minute federal acquisition news snippets, and uh, you, your company can do the same thing. It doesn't need to be a 20-minute sermonette on your company. In fact, I wouldn't make it that. But if you've got something short uh, and interesting to say about how your company can support remote, a remote workforce, How your company can uh, ensure uh, safe uh, uh, diagnoses and identifying people who might have the COVID-19 virus. How can your company support uh, the mission with uh, providing masks and gloves? And of course, very importantly, you know, how much toilet paper can your uh, company provide to the Department of Defense?
1: In this case, make or buy means roll your own. Make your,
0: make your, you know, how do you make your message stand out in a crowded field? And it's not just going to be the flyer that you blast out via email. It's going to have to be something that shows some thought leadership.
1: Larry Allen is a longtime federal marketing and sales consultant now with BDO. As always, thanks so much.
0: Tom, thank you, and I wish your listeners happy selling.
1: We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.
0: Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash Podcast One to learn more and start your free trial.